everyone. Welcome to episode 36 of Totally Talking Sports. Today's a fun one. Uh, you guys are going to be getting it Thursday morning slash Wednesday night. That's because it's going to be a big, big long weekend for us guys. Um, it's going to be my bachelor party hey, up hey, in Tahoe. Hey, hey. Uh, the only details I know about it so far is that I'm golfing Friday, probably playing poker Friday night. Chad did mention poker night, and I imagine it's going to follow golf. If not, it'll be like Saturday night or something like that. I have no idea what we're doing Saturday, though. I don't know where we're golfing. I don't know much of anything except for some vague details. Um, Kyle and Kyle and Logan um, don't don't <laughs> tell me anything because apparently they don't know anything. Um, however, how's your guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Kyle gave me a winky face. I tried to pry it out of him last week. Um, and they stood stone cold to their ground, um, so good for them. Um, but Kyle, how you been, man? Good, man. Um, so I'm, I've recently been been identified as a 13-year-old pedophile. Oh, okay. um, I lost a bet, so I have a rock a stash at work now, so you can't have beers or stuff like that. Can you um, rock it for my weekend, too? Um, dude, dude, you're just going to be around a bunch of dudes. Dude, I hate it. Amanda hates it. And so that's why I'm like, you know what? Uh, jokes on him because I only had to work three days this week. So I mean, it kind of it kind of paid out. You're not going to see Amanda this week until Sunday. You can shave it Sunday morning. Um, but I'll see myself, <laughs> and that's a problem. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, on that, so I had a uh, dermatologist appointment today. Right. Okay. What's going on? Um, and it was kind of how it kind of went how I thought it was going to go. Uh, he said, "Yeah, I don't know." Uh, nice. He probably came in contact with something. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I was like, sick, dude, sick 50 bucks, but I had him check all my moles. I got a lot of fucking moles, dude. I got moles on my backs. Okay. On my back. Did <laughs> you have skin cancer? No, um, chest, neck, all that. No, dude, he said they all look, quote unquote, friendly. Nice. <laughs> and I said, well, doc, I'm a friendly guy. Dude, Kyle's <laughs> moles are my boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this one on my neck, I mean. Like on the back of my neck, uh-huh. sometimes they'll get clipped when someone's like cutting my hair and stuff. Um, it used to be, you know, it's like ten little dot down. You know, now it's like Mount Rushmore. I mean, it's got like four different bumps on it now. Um, but he said friendly. And he said, but honestly, you know, we could just shave that off if you wanted to down the road. You know, it's like sounds horrific, but honestly, I think I'm going to, dude. Yeah, this thing is black, like a fucking half inch in diameter. Uh, so I want to get rid of that bad boy. Um. But other than that, dude, nothing really new. Just kind of enjoying the the married life. It's, it's weird, dude. Nothing has changed. Yeah, you, guys been, you guys dated but, for like seven, but seven eight have, years. But things have changed. Ten years. Yeah. You know, like today on my, on my paperwork, right? I put down emergency contact. And it said relationships. Wife. Right? And I always put I always put fiance or I put my better half, right? I always, always put that. But today I was like, you know what? Wife. My put down wife. My wife. I was like, that felt weird as shit. <laughs> but, you know, I like it. So, right on. Cool. Right on. Logan, how you been? I've been good. Just working, doing some training, learning a lot of nothing. So, Can you share with our listeners the story that you shared with me? Oh, yeah. Uh, I would I would love to hear it again. Yeah, so we had a... Uh, my class that I have is like five or six people. We had somebody that joined us yesterday, just out of nowhere. Uh, and so my instructor was trying to like figure out where she was, if she was supposed to be there or not. And we always do the test for microphones. We always, he always asks a question like, what's your favorite color, favorite flavor, ice cream, whatever. Um, and the question that he asked was, what was your favorite memory? 
you know, just nice, nice. Uh, and <laughs> as she asked that question, uh, she typed in the text chat, and I assumed it was meant for just the instructor, but she sent it to the entire class, and it just said, oh yeah, I missed a couple days last week because my dad died. Uh, so, so then we get to favorite memories. Uh, <laughs> her, her favorite memory, she, she just said, honestly, probably anything with my parents, and then just had to like mute her microphone. And my instructor just goes, yeah, 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 I can, that's, that's a good one. Those are always great. Always oh, great. no. And then as he keeps going, he goes, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it happened that way. You know, sometimes the stars just align. <laughs> no, stars like, just align for, for your dad to die. <laughs> oh, my God. I was, I was trying not to walk away from my computer uh, in the middle of the bank. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I was just like turning around in my chair. I was like, "Oh, I don't want to be here." Yes, yeah, so that was fun, but otherwise, it's uh, pretty boring. Well, yeah. What is that? Well, you know, just anything with my dad. Oh man, that's terrible. Yeah, rough, rough. Okay, guys, uh, I've been good. Just excited for the bachelor party. But before we get into Cal's sports news, you know, you care about just a friendly reminder. Uh, support us and. Any way you can, just give us a follow or listen to our episodes or give us five bucks a month. Just visit us at totallytalkatsports.anchor.fm and subscribe, guys. So, without further ado, Kyle, get us with some sports news that we did not know that we cared about, my man. All right, NFL. Dude, I saw the Sherman uh, camera feed. I don't know if you guys saw Oh, it. God. Oh, yes. my Lord. Basalts are definitely in play there. <laughs> yes. That was not some prescription drugs and some alcohol. That was something else. Oh man, I you know so I envisioned it right in my head, and it wasn't that intense. It was not as intense. as I thought maybe the, you know it was just like dude, come on. Yeah, like, you know, I thought old man. You're starting to let him in. You know? Yeah, I thought old man was you know exaggerating. No, I'd be scared for my life too. Yeah, uh, sure be going off that rails on that one. Um, and then Jerry Jones, quote unquote, I would do anything to get the Cowboys back into a Super Bowl. I, I Shut up, that. you old bag of dust. I, I put that down, uh, too, and I want to know how far Jerry Jones would go. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I almost mean, made it my segment. <laughs> I wanna, that would be a fun segment. Yeah. We just list all the possible scenarios of what Jerry Jones would do. Because I, I was sitting there typing it up today, like, you know, a couple hours ago, and I saw that, and I was like, you take one in the butt? Yeah. Would you, Jerry? Would you give up your entire bank account? Would you, Jerry? Would you, Jerry? <laughs> Would you? Would you do anything? <laughs> Jerry, you fucking old fucking bastard. Yeah, fucking bag of dust, that guy. Alright, uh, NHL. Uh, Seattle Kraken's expansion draft is currently going on. Um, I think they've already made like 15 picks, 16 picks, or like, I guess revealed what their picks were. Um, so Seattle gets to pick one player from 30 of the 31 teams. At least 20 players have to be under contract. And then they must choose at least three goalies, at least 14 forwards, and at least nine defensemen. Uh, that's an 81.5 million cap ceiling with a minimum 60.2 million cap floor. Now, I wanted to talk to you guys about the Seattle Kraken for a second. Yes. Now, you know how we came together for these last two seasons as Islanders fans? Yes. I've adopted them as my favorite team, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys want to adopt the Seattle Kraken as a podcast team? That's so fucking baller, man. Dude, so their logo is so baller, dude. There is nothing about Seattle Kraken that name I don't love. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the logo. Oh, dude, I think the logo is sick, dude. What are you talking I think, about? I think it just has so much more potential. 
it's an S with an eyeball. That's what it's essentially <laughs> that's, what that's it is. Fair. You know, I feel like they really could have done something. Yo, dude, shout out to what was that? Burger King? What was that? Chicken sandwiches. Uh, yeah, chicken sandwiches. Always on the boot. Always. Um, Add tomato and cheese. Yeah, but they also have some like cool, like, look at this sweatshirt, dude. Look at this sweatshirt. It loads. Look at that. You tell me you want to rock them. No, that's a dope-ass sweatshirt. sweatshirt. That should be their logo. Oh, fuck yeah. Not yeah. an S with an eyeball. Like, they, they, that's what I'm saying. They have so much potential. Um, But no, dude, I mean, Seattle Kraken, the, I will say it now. I'm a fan. All right? So when, when they pull the fucking Golden Golden Knight and they run off to the fucking... Well, so here's the thing. How did finals their first? How year? did the expansion? How did the expansion drafts and so forth for other sports? Is it the same way? Like, hey, I get to pick anyone I want from you, other. You I know you have to reach the cap and you, you can't go protect over. Protect players. There's like a certain yeah. number of players you can protect. So you, based on their contracts or whatever, you oh, okay. decide who you want to protect, and then anyone else on your team is fair game. So every team was allowed to protect. I think eleven players, and it was like seven, six. I'm just going to protect forwards. my starting guys. Yeah, yes. six forwards, four defensemen, and one goalie. So my starting lineup. Pretty much, for the most part. But, dude, some, some teams got wild. So uh, the Washington Capitals, TJ Oshie, and um, Ovechkin, not protected. Blew my mind. I would take TJ Oshie. Carey Price. TJ Oshie's an American hero. Carey uh, Price. The reason why the Canadians got to the fucking finals, he's not protected. He's having some problems with the knee, and so I guess they said they're not going to draft him, but it still blows my mind. Right. Like, okay, cool. Sit on him. He's a veteran. You know, at worst, I have to back up. But only thing is that he takes up like 10.1 mil of the fucking time. Oh, that's so, not a big issue. Yeah, I'd pass up. But like, dude, Tuka Rask, Jonathan Quick. Um, God damn it, there's one more fucking badass one. I think they're going to go with um, the fucking uh, Brain Holby. I think that's probably who they're going to go with. I thought they already took the Predators goalie, which was a little more surprising me, but... Um, they took the Senators goalie. And the Senators goalie, too? Yeah. That fucking... That one throws me for a lot of us Senators, dude. That guy allowed everything. Yeah, that, that makes no sense to me. So Maybe he was just, like, really low they're, cap. They're probably like, going for, yeah, two low caps, and they're, they're probably going to go for someone pretty good. But I, I think they have to go for Hopi. I don't know. But anyway, so then they're, we're expecting for tomorrow for there to be a bunch of trades immediately after this. Um, but uh, Montreal Canadiens, uh, Carey Price, St. Louis Blues, Vladimir Tarasenko, and New Jersey Devils defenseman P.K. Subban, um, three of the top dogs that are not protected. Um, that I mean, I, I would think they're going to go Tarasenko for sure, and probably P.K. Subban. I mean, just just for the fact that they're veterans, because you know it all comes down to what do you want to do? Are you trying to draft the fucking Stanley Cup team right right off the bat? Or are you trying to draft the foundation? Or you can be a dominant team going forward. Well, that dude, cup or nothing. Cup or nothing, dude. <laughs> I'm all for that. Um, but yeah, so that's just a little bit about that. Um, United States Women's National Team, dude. God. United States Women's National Team began its Tokyo Olympics game campaign with a 3-0 loss to Sweden what? at the Tokyo Stadium in Japan on Wednesday, ending its 44-match unbeaten run in an empathetic fashion. Really? Wow. Yeah, really. They had no answer to it. Um, NBA. Bucks and six. I feel like we all... Well, so last week, that was that was kind of my question, right? Was like, I didn't know if that game four loss would well, be me, enough to shatter them. Me and Logan were like, no, dude, no way they're going to win game five in Phoenix. 
Yeah. And then they lost it. And then we all agreed immediately after game five. Yeah, Punk's got it. And, yeah. and Giannis was amazing. Yeah, I, hats yeah. off to Giannis. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna take back everything. I, I would. Said. I was gonna ask you about I'm what you had said. Take it back because I think what he in games five and six he showed that he can be that guy. Right. Because I said if he can develop an offensive game where he's not just I'm big and I'm gonna dunk the ball. He could be the greatest fucking player of all time. Right. Like, that's how he... Goes. I was listening to XM Radio today, right? And they're talking about how you know, Giannis is an amazing thing and all that. And they're saying how he doesn't even have a jump shot. And he averaged 35 points in the series. Yeah. They're like, imagine if that guy had a jump shot. Yeah. Be dead. No, he, he went 17 of 19 from the free throw line. Where yeah. he was averaging one air ball a game. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like he, he showed in that game, if he can make that consistent, I still want him to work on his free throws all offseason. Because then you can't foul him anymore. Then how do you fucking guard him? Right. Yeah. You're just going to let him run to the rim every time. He's going to get 30 dunks a game. So the when I was listening to it, they said they hadn't seen a big man that dominant since Shaq in the early 2000s when they went for the 3 peak. Yeah. In a 50-burger in-game 6, 50-10-5. Did, did, did you see no, the Instagram live? No, 50-10-5. and five. Oh, okay. Like, I was like 10, 10 boards, 5 blocks, first player to ever get that stat line in the finals. And then did you see uh, what like his Instagram live after two? Yeah. 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 Through that, through that little girl, dude, on a hundred, he goes hundred fifty thousand people watching you, and he got a fifty piece. I was like, what a what a baller ass <laughs> move, dude. Giannis is like the most likable star in the NBA. Yeah. he's just fucking, he's fucking funny, man. And so that I was gonna say, dude, that's where I had a lot of respect for him too, because I remember like a while ago you were saying you had your like early early prediction, right? When they got knocked out first round of the fucking Heat, right? When you're like, I have a feeling he's gonna leave that team. And go chase the ring. I did, yeah. And respect to him, dude, for saying, "Fuck it, I got out the hard way. I stayed here. Yeah. And I won it for my city." Fucking what a guy! What a guy! And they um, still probably have some cap space to fuck around and get. Some- and yeah. and all of their stars are locked in contract. Yeah. So like the big thing is, are they going to run it back next year? Shout yeah, shout out the Pelicans for being absolute retards and trading Drew Holiday for Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> yeah, that was. Dumbest fucking move they could have made. Absolutely. Like, oh, we got three first rounders, and like, yeah, you got the thirtieth pick for the next three years. Good for you. <laughs> Bummer for Chris Paul, though. Uh, there, there's talk about him going to the Lakers next season. Yeah, because he can opt out. Yeah. Asked yeah, or we talked about that. I texted in, in the chat like he could opt out, and I don't see him taking like a million a year or a million dollars for a one year contract. To go chase I might chase. He, he's he could, now. but he can also. He's on the Suns, and I know they kind of had like a injury battle, like way to get they, they didn't have to face any team at full strength so right. you don't really know if they can do it again next year but fuck it why not run it back you know you can do get paid another 45 million dollars to run it yeah. back an extra year and then if it doesn't work out then go take a million dollar contract for a year and right yeah that's true i heard russell westbrook yeah. name floating around the lakers that's it i've heard westbrook lonzo ball uh chris paul if they bring uh, back lonzo ball dude i'm gonna be pissed i saw a couple articles saying dame that's uh, not Dame's gonna, not going to leave Portland. That, no, they they were trying to say that Damian Lillard wanted out, and then he got out of practice, and he's like, "What? I don't know where these fucking reports keep coming from." Yeah, me neither. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Dame, dude, I, we if, need a shooter. If Dame went to the Lakers, I, I, my, I'd be so broken. My asshole would explode, and they wouldn't be there anymore because I'd be shitting myself. My so balls much. would be deflated from how much I can't. <laughs> Um, all right, Olympics. Olympics in 2021 spur frustration in Tokyo. Quote-unquote, people just want their lives back. I've never seen this level of anger, and it's spreading. It's almost 100% in the people I encounter. 
they're there to point. Wait, they're to the point where they won't even watch the Olympics in their own hometown um, because of COVID. Yeah, well, no, I mean, Japan is just really fucking really fucked this up. Yeah, yeah, and, and they're they're going through some hard times right now with their COVID cases. I guess they're skyrocketing as an emergency and all that. And one person said, I don't understand why these sports are more important than my life. Yeah, absolutely. And I said, it's the fucking Olympics, bro. <laughs> I mean, who are you? I don't know your name. <laughs> I don't know your name. The Olympics versus me? Yeah, of course, dude. Take me out of this world. The Olympics gotta go on. <laughs> you can't cancel the Olympics, man. I'll take one for the fucking team. Um, but that's all I had. Tim, what you have? Uh, I've just got a couple more. Uh, Mississippi State football coach Mike Leach looks beyond 12-team playoff model. I personally would like to see 64. Mike Leach, you're a fucking idiot, dude. Is, was is about to make... Joke. It was? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike Leach is fucking hilarious. Oh, uh, okay. Mike Leach, when he got introduced to Mississippi State's head coach, Lane Kiffin got introduced to Ole Miss's head coach, he went over and shook Lane Kiffin's hand and then snapped his mask on his face. Gangster. <laughs> 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 like, gangster. Mike Leach is fucking... He posts memes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right, well, Mike, how do you... Mississippi State, maybe my new favorite football game. <laughs> and, and his quarterbacks throw for like 500 yards a game. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. So that one was a joke. Well, lol. Funny joke. Uh, Aaron Rodgers declined Green Bay Packers extension offer that would have made him the highest paid quarterback. Here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers has said that he doesn't care about the money. So I don't even know why they're offering him the money. So, okay. Th- this popped up as an article again. And I saw this this morning. And I'm like, this literally was two months ago. This the same thing. No, so, no, no, no. No. So, so two months ago, they said that they w- would make him. The highest paid quarterback. Now well, the Packers offered actually offered a contract, oh, see, and and Aaron Rodgers was like, "No, I'm declining it because I, that's not what I want." If anything, so go. Stupid. If anything, go get me some help with Kyle, the money that you just offered. Your me. franchise is real fucking stupid. Like he keeps telling them what he wants, and they just keep going, "Okay, but what about this?" He's like, "No, I, I, this is the only thing I want." They're like, "You could do that. How about more money?" He's like, "God, hey, what do I so have to fucking do?" People, right? <laughs> You know, pe- people, some people have had it hard, right, being fans. For the majority of my life, I've had it easy, right? Yeah. Green Bay Packers have not been a losing team. I can't remember the last time they had a losing record. Right? Yeah. It, I, I think it was back with Favre, like, in the late 90s. Yeah. Right? Other than that, we've been pretty fucking dominant. We can't win the fucking Super Bowl. Or the NFC. You know, or get to it, right? <laughs> Once we get to it. We have a pretty damn good chance. I think Aaron Rodgers is one for one in Super Bowl, right? One for two? Maybe. No, what one was it? One. Yeah, one for one. Yeah, he's only been one in Super Bowl. Once. I don't think I've been there. So that's really nice that you've had like a good career as a football fan. No, 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 no. And that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. The season after, so we went two and fourteen, dude. And that's we what I'm saying. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm very fortunate to have what I've had. And now this is really where I'm starting to experience the hate. My team, you know, like don't get me wrong. The playoff losses, I always go, you guys fucking suck. I hate you guys. I hate you guys with a passion, but I don't. I'm just mad. This is so. We, I know. We, I, we draft like dog shit. Um, I think this draft was one of the better drafts we've had in a while, and it wasn't even that good. Yeah, it wasn't even that good. But like the whole thing with Rogers, dude, it makes me. No, no, I'm not done here. I'll make this my topic for next week or something. I'll, I'll, I'll dive back into this because I'll, I'll talk forever. 
the last thing I, that I'll say is I love that I saw someone posted about, they were like, you know, it's great that the Packers traded up to get Aaron Rodgers' successor, and now they're doing everything they can to pick him the highest-paid quarterback to not have to start who should have been his successor. Which I get it, Aaron Rodgers is still at, like, MVP level, yeah, yeah, so you yeah, want yeah. Back. you just want MVP. So but it's like, yeah, you yeah, also yeah. drafted this guy, you traded up in the first round to draft him. Like, yeah, we don't need Rodgers, you know, we're, we got this guy. And then but, they see him in practice, and they're like, oh, God, he's Aaron Rodgers. Right. But right. when we got Aaron Rodgers, right, he sat behind Favre for, like, what, three years? Three years. Right? So I have no problem with that. It's like, okay, cool, we saw something Jordan Love. So we drafted up to get him. Yeah, but you didn't, you, you, you didn't trade up to get Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers kind of fell in their lap late in the first round. He fell and then they traded Oh, okay. It was like the same pick. They traded up. <clears throat> it was like the same situation with Jordan. He, oh, no, okay. yeah, I was, I was going to say, because I, I know he was one of the top ones. He thought he was going to get drafted number one by the Niners. I know we traded up. I don't know what the picks were. But I know we traded up to get Aaron Rodgers. And so I kind of see it as the same thing. I'm like, oh, just deja vu. It's all playing back. And with Aaron Rodgers, do everything he's. I'm, I'm upset with Aaron Rodgers. I've been upset with Aaron Rodgers, but I'm upset with my own franchise because the MVP quarterback. You gotta like help him, but at the same time, it's like, what are you doing here, dude? You know, you're, you're, take, you're, you're not you're telling, taking you're not the telling, you're, you're not telling the manager or you know, the management what you want exactly done. He he's not, saying that he he's disgusted not, with the, yes. the management, but like, how, oh, dude, come up to me and tell me how we can fix it, and we will do everything in our power Hold to fix it. Hold them accountable. Tell the fucking public. Yeah. If you tell the public, this is what I want, this is what I'm asking for, he hasn't said anything yet, right? I keep seeing articles. Former Packers player says, Rodgers can fix this, but management needs to step up. Okay, well, tell the world, because then the whole fan base will hold the management accountable. Right. Right, to where it's getting annoying. It's like, okay, cool, like, like, I feel like I know what you want, but let me know what you want, because, dude, if all of a sudden there's a fucking riot outside of Lambeau, I bet man who does, who does some things, but it's like Brady, right? They offer him 14% of the salary cap. He goes, no, give me nine. Put that 5% in my O-line, wide receivers, and my defense. Cool. We offer Rodgers 33%, and he goes, fuck yeah, dude, I'll take all of that. The, the most paid quarterback by percent of salary cap was 9%, like three years ago, so might change, was 9% to, to Tom Brady. And my motherfucker had 33%. Yeah. Like, oh, sweat, motherfucker, man. Sweat. Just, <laughs> it's, like, I don't think that it's just the management fully at fault. I think Rodgers is at fault as well. Yeah. And he's not taking as much ownership as I think he should. But it's obvious that we need line. This is what we need, dude. And we did it. We went cornerback. First round pick. Okay. Okay. Let's go ahead and get into some segments. Cal, do you, or Logan, do you have anything else to add for Cass? Or some junior? you care about that we may have missed? Uh, oh, the only thing I had was Fred Warner is the highest paid inside linebacker in the history. Uh, and Darius Leonard is up next, and we'll probably get a better, better uh, contract. Say, yeah, I saw him about Darius Leonard. Uh, and then Texas and Oklahoma both reaching out, trying to join the SEC. Which would make the SEC a little more fun. I think Texas would get ran over. Uh, I think yeah. Oklahoma's offense would make it real fun. Yeah. Uh, and Texas A&M very butthurt because they want to be the only Texas team in the SEC. So oh. They are doing everything they can to not let this happen. Oh, oh fucking... Bags of heroin in the locker room. 
No, we don't want that. We don't want that kind of drama in here. Yeah. How many how many big name schools are there that are independent? One. Notre Dame? Yeah. I see only one? Yeah. I mean you got like BYU, but they're not big. Like if Notre Dame were to join a conference, it'd be like the ACC. If BYU were to join a conference, it'd probably be like the Mountain West. <laughs> so, they were in the Mountain West before they went independent. What, what, what's the point? What's the point of going independent? No point. There's no point. That's why we talked about it, and that's why it's stupid. I think the only reason Notre Dame does it is because their contracts with NBC. All their home games are on NBC, yeah. and they don't want to have to play a home game on ESPN. It doesn't make any sense. The ACC. So, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and go into segments. Uh, I'll, I'll kick us off. You guys are good with that? Yeah, sure. Alright, awesome. Uh, so, my, my second guys is just the Open Championship. I uh, just finished off last week. I'm a big golf guy, so you guys know that. Uh, Colin Morikawa takes it home. Crazy stat by Colin Morikawa. He's the only player, uh, only other player, uh, age 25 or younger, to have two majors and a WGC title, uh, you know, before turning like 26 or whatever like that. The only other player is Tiger Woods. I, I heard it over and over again while I was watching these four rounds, and it was just these spectators just counting like Colin Morikawa is the best iron player on tour. And it, it completely showed uh, because Royal St. George, where it was played, the greens were so undulated and so fucked up that you had to give yourself, you had to put your ball in the absolutely perfect yeah. Yeah. area. Um, other than that, you know, because if you didn't and you, you were off the green, you were fucked. If your drives were, were offline, like, you were making, for sure, bogeys. Uh, you guys saw, like, the rough and the fescue. I mean, it was... It's it, always... Yeah, it's just so thick, just going up to your thighs. And I don't even know how you how you look at your ball and say, I'm going to hit that out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if I went up there, me, you know, just like a little amateur shit golfer, I'm picking it up. I'll put it back in the rough, but it needs to be in some stuff that's hittable. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I'm not, I'm not gonna throw it back in the fairway, but I'm, you know, I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna hit it. That. That's ridiculous. Uh, so props to Colin Morikawa. I mean, drove the ball great, did everything right. Uh, Jordan Speed coming in second, a uh, huge, huge comeback. I mean, he was, yeah. he was always in it, but you yeah, know, I, still. I didn't think he was gonna finish second. I thought maybe, uh, maybe like. Top ten or something like that after round one. I was like, you know, he shot five under round one. Don't get me wrong, um, but then round three, he only got one under. So I was like, ah, oh, Jordan, that you, you needed to go like three, four under on round three. Uh, John Rom, third, tied for third. Uh, I know I shit on John Rom, but he showed out uh, rounds two through four. Uh, round one, he got plus one, but absolutely turned on the Jets and got third. So good for him, Louis, Louis. God damn it, Louis. Louie, my guy, uh, I don't know how you do it, man. Uh, you hold the 54-hole lead in two majors this year, and you blow each of them. Uh, that is rough. That would have been your second open. Uh, a lot of guys would have been extremely happy. I would have been happy to see you win another major. That would have been awesome. <clears throat> you were swinging sweet all week. And then, of course, just Sunday, man, you shot plus one, and, and Colin shot minus four on Sunday. So, I mean, I don't know what, you know. And it, I remember hearing an interview with Louie. He was like, I want to start off the week slow so that I get hot in rounds three and four. Well, you did the exact opposite of that. Rounds one and two, you were absolutely on fire. And then rounds three and four. Round three didn't do bad one under. It's not a bad score or anything like that. But given the way Colin and Jordan and John Rahm were playing, uh, they were going to catch up to you fast. 
Um, other than that, you know, the other top ten notables would be like Brooks Kepka, another top ten in a major, and he's just he's just a major machine. Mm-hmm. Dustin Johnson, another uh, top ten. He shot good on rounds two and four. Uh, round four really solidified his top ten. Robert McIntyre, he played with Ricky Fowler. Um, he made the cut on the on the number plus one after round two. And to see him go 65, 67, round three and four, yeah, secure that top ten, that was great to see. He's a dorky little fat Scottish pig, but you know what? Good to see him getting the top ten. Good for you, Robert Jesus. McIntyre. No, if you saw him, you would agree. No, like, great player, and I, I like watching him. He, he was a good player. Um, he obviously knew Lynx golf very well, so good for him. Uh, Ricky Fowler. I had a rough go about it because his round three was absolutely abysmal, a 75 plus five. He made the cut on the number, went into round four at plus six. Hey, but you shot five under on Sunday, finished plus one, tied for 53rd. Not great or anything like that, but I'm happy to see you at least pick up, you know, and say, hey, I got those five shots back. So good to see that from Ricky Fowler. Other than that, guys, I don't have a whole lot of notes, you know, other than Colin Morikawa is an absolute stud. Uh, I think he needs to be above John Rahm in the world golf rankings, even though John Rahm got third this week and you, all that kind of stuff. But Colin Morikawa, he has two majors in, in like, two years. John Rahm, it took him like 10 years on tour to get one major. And don't get me wrong, John Rahm's great, but I think Colin Morikawa is absolutely amazing. Uh, he's electric. He's super fun to watch. Uh, Jordan Speed, he's fully back uh, at second place here at the Open. Uh, so let's talk about it, guys. What do you guys have to have to say. What are you guys' thoughts? All right, so I just pulled up the official women's golf rankings right now. Same. John Rom took over Dustin John Johnson. John yeah. yeah, so last week, Dustin Johnson played. John Rom didn't. So Dustin Johnson earned points for that week and was able to huh? jump John Rom. Yeah, oh, yeah, jump John Rom. And now this week, since they're so close in points, Kyle, John Rom, since he did a little bit better than Dustin Johnson, was able to jump him again. See, they're, dude, they're, they're fucking is so fucked. It's uh, so broken. It's very broken. Colin Murray Call moved up to three, though, and that does from make four. me... Yeah. Uh, no, from seven. No, no from four. Oh. So, end of 2020 to seven. But oh, okay. Last week he was four. But, okay, all I'm saying is, like, okay, cool. Like, I understand, because like, we talked about this before, right? DJ wins and he takes five months off. Right. Right? He doesn't play a bunch of... So people start climbing up things and get all these points, and it's like, you know, that's not how it should be. To me, it should be like UFC power rankings, right? It's right. like, no, nah, dude. You're winning. Like, you're winning a bunch. Like, you're just, you are good. I understand there has to be some type of system to at least keep track, but it shouldn't be like a, oh, he's played more, so he gets more points type of thing. You know what I mean? That's John Rahman's <clears throat> number one, but yeah, blow my mind. And don't get me wrong, and he, I mean, he's well, turning it on right now, and he did come up with what, a big win. What was the one that made points? He, well, he, the U.S. Open. Yeah, and, he, he, and, he, and he owned, and he, he was leading that, like, second. He, 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 he would have won the Memorial. But got pulled. He got pulled. And, and then he got second at the, what came after the U.S. Open? PGA. Uh, he no, he plays in the top ten at the PGA. I don't think yeah. he got second. He did place in the top ten. So, I mean, like, he's played really good wrong. in all three majors or all four majors this year so far. So don't get me wrong, I don't I don't mind seeing him up there. But I think Dustin Johnson should still be number one. He, John Ron number two, Colin, or Colin Marikawa number two, John Ron three. Uh, but that's just my personal opinion. Uh, but uh, well, no, I mean, you made a good point, uh, Marikawa. In only two years, I mean, that's pretty damn fucking impressive to come off that fast. Yeah, straight um, out of college. I remember Ricky Fowler, though. I, I was looking, and it was like Saturday night. I looked, and uh, he was third from last. So I was like, oh, no. I, I, no, I, I just wanted him to shoot even even par, and then maybe if he shot even par on round three, 
and then he shot his minus five on Sunday, he would have gotten in the top 20. He would have gotten that minus four. That's tied for 19th right now. That would have been 47 FedEx Cup points. The whole thing about Ricky Fowler right now is getting irritated. He's going to be playing this week at the 3M Open. Um, he's 124th in the FedEx Cup points. The very first tournament of the FedEx Cup playoffs, except the top 125. So right now he's in, but he's barely in it. And he's never, ever, ever in his career missed the FedEx Cup playoffs. So I saw a prop bet today when I was looking up some golf stuff today. He's minus 110. To make the FedEx Cup playoffs? To make, to, for, no, for the 3M. Mm-hmm. To make top 40. Minus one ten. I was See, like, I was like, man, the disrespect. Oh, dude, I, oh. I, I, I would put two hundred dollars on that. I think, I think he's he's playing really good. Uh, the Open Championships a whole another animal, but I think he's starting to find his putting. You know, I've been watching him. Uh, it's not, it's not pretty. Don't get me wrong. He's not in winning form by any means necessary. No, but but I think he's in top twenty five form where he can start just like at least being in the discussion come Sunday. Be like, oh, hey, Ricky's only. Four back, uh, tied for 19th right now. You know, obviously the leaders are going to do what they yeah, do, but, yeah. like, you know, at least he's going to be there. Like, he's not going to be a forgotten person in these tournaments anymore. See, and, and Ricky Fowler, I mean, it was always a guy, right, like, when I watched him golf with my dad and stuff that I liked, but when I started to know you, figure out that, you know, that was your all-time favorite golfer, so I feel like I've just naturally liked him more and tried to follow him more. And, like, I'm hoping that he pulls a Jordan speed. Right, where he's just going through a three-year, four-year funk. No, see, it's not, even, it's not even that long. His last one was two, uh, two years ago, in 2019. So he, he's, he's won recently. He's, I, you know, so he, it's a recent funk these last two seasons. Um, I'm hoping that hopefully at the end of the season he, he performs, gets into the FedEx Cup playoffs, and makes a little bit of a run, tries to get into the final two tournaments. The, the last tournament he would have to pull off a couple of victories, so it's going to be really hard because they only accept like the top 25. But... Uh, I'm hoping I have big hopes for next season, but yeah, Logan. Well, what are your thoughts on the Open? Uh, so I caught the end of the of uh, Sunday and watching Dylan Fratelli. I hadn't heard of him before. For, former Texas star with Jordan Speed. Yeah, uh, I hadn't really heard of him before. But then I wish he could have finished. He had like a couple shots at the end where he like just like a foot away on a putt, and like I, it wouldn't have done much. It maybe would have moved him up to tie for third with Roman who stays. Right, but still, that would have been awesome. Been awesome. I love seeing two South Africans top five. Yeah, cool. yeah, dude. Um, outside of that, big Brooks guy. So I love how he finished on Sunday. He didn't have. Uh, he had Monsters. not a great, not a great Saturday. No, but he, he but he loves his driver, and that's all that matters. Yeah, absolutely, that's all that matters. <laughs> uh, and on that, with, with the rankings and everything, can you explain to me why he's still behind Bryson? I uh, don't know. Don't know. Like, I looked at it recently. Like so the last I, couple well, finishes. So I what I think what I think it is is Brooks. Does not play super well in tournaments that aren't majors. He's won a few that aren't majors, like you know, like this year he won the Waste Management Phoenix Open and stuff like that. But Brooks usually show or Brooks usually shows out for majors, gets a lot of points. Whereas Bryson, he's won one major. Don't get me wrong, whatever he won one major, uh, but he does really well in these other tournaments. So like you get points for that, it, but you know that's what I'm saying. The point system is so yeah. flawed. It's just it like flawed, yeah. but even in his last so his last seven. Uh, Tournaments that he's played in, which one? Uh, right, it's Bryce. Okay, last seven tournaments: tied for fifty fifth, tied for thirty eighth, tied for eighteenth, tied for twenty sixth, tied for nineteenth, missed the cut, and then tied for thirty third. And and Brooks, on the other hand, I'll pull it up right now. And that was only because Bryson had a minus five on Sunday too. Yeah, yeah, he was he was in bad shape too. 
Yeah, and so Brooks um, what tied for second at the workday. He missed the cut at the Masters, and then the AT&T missed the cut as well. I think that was because he was still coming back from the knee. So yeah, no, I think he like, withdrew or something. Yeah, then tied for second at the PGA, missed the cut at the Palmetto, and then tied for fourth, tied for fifth, tied for sixth. Like, okay, so yeah, there's missed cuts in there, but all yeah. the rest of them are top tens. Yeah. <laughs> Every I mean, tournament he plays in is a top yeah. ten. So I don't know how, and he, and he jumped up a spot. He jumped up from... Uh, seven, or eight from, to seven. Yeah, from eight to seven, but Bryson stayed on the six line. Yeah. I just don't get that. I don't get it. I don't get it. How Brooks doesn't have enough points to, to surpass him. It's just, I just don't like the world golf ranking, but I honestly kind of do because I keep going back to it. <laughs> right, yeah. I keep going back to it. Um, uh, but yeah. My, my only last notes about the Open was, obviously, you already talked about it, Spieth hitting that minus four to get it minus 13, jumping up the second. I love it. I love Spieth. But Usazen, like Everyone knows I wanted him to fucking take it. No, Even absolutely. all three, dude. It's a shame. And then, I mean, dude, I mean, I okay. I know it's obviously easier said than done, but I mean, he with a minus three. A with the with the faith in the future. Probably. He's got a little bit of a whistle, <laughs> like, like, whistle, like Hubert from uh, Family Guy. But, like, dude, like, like again, easier said than done, but all you needed was a minus three. And, like, you would have tied it, you know, and you could have went to overtime or... You know, the extra rounds, whatever it's right. correctly called. But, man, dude, uh, I love you. Just, fuck, you, 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 you made me so, so mad. Yeah. So mad on Sunday. But, still, for him to get top three, awesome. Yeah. Um, I liked everybody that was on top. I know you hate Rom. I'm starting to not hate Rom as much, honestly. I really am not. After, after he won the Open, everyone was shooting on his dick. You know, I just, like... It was just. It took me a few weeks, and then I watched other tournaments. And I'm like, dude, he's just, he's just so good, and like, I, I can't hate I like him. him. I can't I, yeah, hate I him for like being him. so good. Yeah. Um, I just still don't think he's he's better than Dustin Johnson. I don't think he's better than Colin. The Lord. other oh, one, uh, the other one that you hate though, I, I hate. Really. Oh, Sergio Garcia. No, no. Bryson DeChambeau. No. Ah, uh, dude, Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed. Yeah. yeah. I don't like him. I don't <laughs> like him either. Yeah, dude, Brandon. I don't like Patrick Reed either. That's the no, one. I saw a funny meme. Uh, and it was like uh, most hated person on tour, and it had Patrick Reed, and then it had him Patrick Reed handing the torch to Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. No, okay. So another thing I like, dude. Just I know this is kind of in your time, but in our podcast, whenever I feel like one of us hates someone, we find out that everyone fucking hates that person. So yeah, it, dude. It's good that we're, we're always so no, dude. Up we're, who yeah, we no, yeah, we're. Collective you know? group of haters. <laughs> I, was, I, I was about to say, like, I don't, I don't hate Ron. So then you'd be like, oh, I hate him less. Then no, so no, and like, I really have been. I didn't want to admit it because I don't like going back on what I say. You know? Yeah, and, no one like, does. Yeah, but but I, like, the sure more I watch Ron, I'm like, like, dude, I don't, I don't hate you, dude. I just, I just, I'm pretty sure you called him like a dumpster trash of a Spaniard or something like that. I mean, it was probably some mean things. You know, but, but Romeo, he takes it back, so that's all that matters. <laughs> um, I still don't really care for you. I just don't hate you. Yeah, yeah. the distaste is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. indifference is still there. I just, yeah, I'm just, you, like, yeah. you just, you just don't think about him anymore. Yeah, I'm just like, whatever, John. Oh, you're good. You're gonna be the lead award. I gotta deal with it. All right, uh, that is that wraps it up for mine. Uh, who is next? Um, okay, go for it. Yeah, cool. All right. All right, uh, I'm going to kick it off with uh, UFC. Um, just kind of, uh, I, have, I feel like I have a nice little take on what I think the next matchup should be. And then I just kind of want to dive in more into, you know, 
the after fights after that, and kind of some of the ones after those. So, um, obviously, I mean, it's already been confirmed, Poirier versus Almera. Um, I think it's going to be a dynamite championship fight. Um, a lot of people sleep on Almera. Um, I remember last time. A lot time, of people do. Uh, I, I said, hey, Michael Chandler, he's got it. My buddy, the one from Starbucks that I talk about with UFC all the time, he's a guy, he was like, yeah, boom, UFC, uh, Chandler, that's my guy. Then you said Ryan. Ryan was like, oh, I think Alvarez got it. And Ryan, so was, Ryan, was, the, Ryan. Ryan was the one who told me, he was like, no way, Alvarez gets overlooked way too much. Alvarez is going to win that Dude, And shout out to Alvarez. So I can't wait for this weekend to talk to him more about some UFC stuff because, dude, I think Poirier is so fucking good right now. So well rounded that I, I think he's gonna beat Alvera for sure. But again, I'm guilty to it, sleeping on him. So who knows? Uh, my number two matchup: Gagey versus Chandler. I think that'll be such a fucking nice fight to watch. Um, we said that when Chandler first beat Hooker, um, that that was the matchup we wanted to see. So Gagey hasn't fought since he lost to Habib. Yeah, and I'm really and looking forward to Gaethje's. I'm, I'm looking forward to Gaethje's return because I really like Justin. I love Gaethje, dude. I love his fight style. He's very aggressive. He got a nasty stand up. Um, but yeah, he's, he has a fought to beat, and it was. I mean, he got absolutely the terrible fight. Guaranteed, the worst fight he's ever had. Um, number three, um, Islam versus uh, Benali uh, Darush. Um, I think that'll just be a good one. Darush is on a five. Uh, win streak, um, two of those being TKOs. Um, it, it just makes sense. The only thing that bothers me is that Islam called out RDA, which um, Rafael de Sanos, who just got bumped down to like 7th or 6th, so he's now going back because Islam jumped up from 9 to 5, and so now he's he's calling somebody that's now behind him. And I mean, even though it was 9 to you know, 9 and I think RDA was like nine or five anyway. He was still better than him. Like like Islam is better than him, so I don't know why he's calling him out, trying to go backwards. I don't know, but I think he should go up against Darush. And then McGregor versus Ferguson. Um, in my opinion, these are two people. Dude, McGregor and Misha Tate have the same amount of wins since 2016. And that's one. Wild. And that's because Misha Tate just came back this last weekend. Good for her. And won with TKL. Yeah, and she fought somebody who was 44 on her way out. So I want to see how Misha does. All right, I want to see how Misha does. But I didn't know the chick was 44. no, 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 44. And she said before the fight, "This is my last fight in the UFC. Like I'm retiring after this fight, regardless of where I lose." And then she got TKO. Like it wasn't, and like, like yeah, Misha beat her, but like it didn't look. You know, it was like a third round TKO, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know. But yeah, dude, the 44-year-old gave her it all the last fight. But McGregor versus Ferguson, I think Ferguson I uh, is on like a four like four or five like a fight like losing streak. McGregor is on like a four or five losing streak. I mean, he beat uh, Donald Cerrone. That was the only, and Donald Cerrone is on like a six fucking fight losing streak. So I think this is the one because... If McGregor can't beat Ferguson, you're done. McGregor dude. should be out of the UFC. But Ferguson, he's on his way out. So to me, it's it's both of those. They're on their way out. So it's like, okay, cool. Throw them back in there. If they can do something, cool. All right. We talked about this. So the winner of the Gaethje Chandler fight, I think, should have the championship fight against Poirier or Alvera. 
right? So if it's the channel of Air 2, I think that's what it should be. The winner of the Islam versus Darush should fight the loser of the Poirier Alvera. I think that makes the most sense. And then the loser of two should fight the loser of three. So the loser of Gates or Chandler should fight the loser of Islam or Darush, which I think, in my opinion, Islam's going to kill some people. It's, it's going to be Darush versus Gates Chandler, dude, and I, I don't know. Gates looks so bad in that fight, and he's been fighting so long. I don't know how it's going to look. But, um, yeah, I mean, we can kind of dive more into this, but that's just what I think the top uh, top seven right now power rankings in the lightweight division fights should be and should be looking forward to for the next fights. Uh, Islam's the one that is like Khabib's cousin or brother or something he's like just that. A, I think it's a cousin or a close he's just a friend of Khabib. Yeah, dude, that, guy, that guy's going to fight with the belt. In like his next like two fights, and he's gonna keep the belt. Yeah. So he's, he's there's that guy's a stud right here. Um, who was they called him out? Who would be stupid enough? Yeah, get your fucking life flashing before your eyes. I want to say I'm on your side though. So if, if Islam finishes, say he gets Daryush and he finishes, if he's if he's finishing three, it probably give him a title. Yeah, Islam has to finish this for his next one to be in the negotiation of title shot. I still don't think it should be, um, but it all depends on who he fights. I mean, again, that's just kind of my matchup. You know, if they pair him up with Gaethje, you know, and he beats Gaethje, then yeah, I think Islam should be, his next fight should be for the title. Right. Um, when but, also, sorry. No, 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 you don't. Uh, well, I was just going to say, like, I hate how the UFC kind of runs a lot of the uh, championship fights. Because if Oliveira and Poirier, Poirier wins, but it's like a fucking great fight, they're just going to run, run back. And then it's another fight that Islam has to wait. So my worry is that if Poirier wins that fight, it'll be McGregor's win. And it yeah. does, and it shouldn't be. No. But it will be. If Poirier, if Poirier wins, if he bets Oliveira, so you, you got to think, they're, they're going to fight it said that they were going to fight. I don't think they put out a date yet. My guess is going to be in five months, four months, maybe. That'd be my guess. Um, that they'll fight. That will be at that point for McGregor. Right. They, they said McGregor should be out of the cast in six weeks. Probably be able to heavy train. Sorry, in six months. So McGregor would have the four months that it's going to take for them to fight, plus minimum another four months for him. So now McGregor will be nine months since his broken leg, nine to ten months, which will line up absolutely perfectly for that. Right. But if he loses, it's going to be Poirier McGregor before, no matter what. I guarantee that by Poirier's next fight. But if Poirier wins, it's going to be McGregor to the fucking championship belt. And I think it should be Poirier McGregor four, but no title in the yeah, which might happen. Yeah, we talked about. That. Yeah, yeah, which might happen because I think that's how it should be. Because McGregor, he does not deserve a title shot. No, because well, right now he's he's at nine. If he's at no, nine, nine versus the championship for the belt. That would be ridiculous. And I'm gonna say, as far as he shouldn't even be nine, Gregor Gillespie should be above him, just because he's been fighting and he's had wins. Right. That, that that's literally the only reason why. Yeah. I mean, McGregor's fought six times in six years. Right, and he's won one of those. Like that's, I don't like. It's just because of his name, and that 
that's the only reason. Well, why. same with Tony Ferguson. I don't know why Tony Ferguson's above Connor. That's why I was laughing. I looked at it. So Tony Ferguson is on a three-fight losing streak. His oh, last three. His last win was against Donald Cerrone. And then Conor McGregor's <laughs> on a two-fight losing streak. His last one was also against Donald Cerrone. So, so I was talking to my buddy about this too, right? And he thinks that without a doubt, um, McGregor should drop back down to featherweight because he was literally untouchable in the featherweight division. Yeah. Absolutely untouchable. I don't hate that because if he can do that and then climb back up there, well, he would have to win one fight before he gets yeah, title. But there, he, he's maybe. he's way too stuck up. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, with him snapping his leg, and the first thing he says was, Dr. Stoppage! Your mom <laughs> was in my, your wife was in my DMs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, like, obviously, like, there's going to be feud, and that's why that's going to be Poirier's next fight, regardless of who wins or loses. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude. I think, I think that would just be super interesting to kind of see how that plays out. And, I mean, Dos Anjos and Ferguson, I don't know why they're in the top ten. I think they're both absolute garbage. Dos Anjos is getting up there in age, and he's kind of out of it. Um, Can you go to the heavyweight, heavyweight rankings real quick? Yeah, dude. But in my opinion, lightweight division, for sure, hands down, the most performance and talent-based division right now, for yeah. sure, in the UFC. There's so much talent at the top, and Islam climbed through there so fast. Like, And I think, I think heavyweight... Is nasty. Yeah. Um, Why like, is John Jones still the pound for pound number one? No idea. Fucking John Jones. Yeah, who's John Jones? And he's not even ranked in the top ten in the heavyweights. Yeah, it makes no sense. He's also Make, well, he's, not, no he's sense. not ranked there. He's also not ranked light heavyweight. Right, which is where he was fighting. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So I, I'm so excited with the, the lightweight division, dude, because I don't think there's any other division that even. In my opinion, honestly, that even comes close. No. Adesanya will destroy Costa again. Destroys uh, everyone. Kennedy, yeah, Vittori. Same thing with Welterweight with Kamara Usman. I mean... He's going to kill everyone. I Okay, okay so I think... I don't think Gilbert Burns is going to win that fight. I think ever. the Welterweight division is absolutely stacked. It is. But, but not to Usman. Same yeah. thing with the middleweight. Same thing with... You know, I mean, even light heavyweight has a lot. Light of heavyweight, I'm actually not really impressed contenders. with. It. I just kind of like whatever for light heavyweight. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Glover is like fucking 55 years old, isn't he? Dude, dude, Teixeira is old. Dude. <laughs> that dude is seasoned in this league, that's for sure. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Anyways, we're we're going into other tangents, but um. I'm very interested to see how the lightweight division plays out. Well, let's um, see the featherweight for if if Connor was to make that move. So we do, we, yeah, yeah, we got Volkanovski. Volkanovski. Um, but I, I don't think there's that much talent, dude. I think uh, there isn't. Yair Rodriguez is good. I think Connor would ruin that division. But I think Ortega, Holloway, and Volk are the top three. I think Connor easily. would tear apart that division. I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't disagree with you. You know, people have talked about when he comes back, he should just give up a Poirier and do the Nate Diaz trilogy, which I think also makes sense because, first off, it's a trilogy, which is dynamite. Yeah. Nate Diaz won the first one, McGregor won the second one, and those are two dudes that are on their way out. Yeah. You know, and it would just be one last financial boom for them. But at the same time, I've always said, McGregor's a smart man. He's doing shit for the money. Last year... He was the number one. We saw this. He was yeah. the number one. Yeah, because he sold his whiskey. Paid athlete, like a person in sports, by far with yeah. 180 million. Only four million of that was from fighting. Yeah. 
You're like that's and like I would I would like to know how much of that was from fucking proper twelve. Probably like a hundred mil. I'm sure it was a lot. So I don't know if you have you guys had it. Mm. So I went over to Jason's one. It's terrible. See, I went over to Jacob's one time, dude, and he said he loves it. I didn't try it because I can't do whiskey. Oh, dude, it's an eighteen dollar bottle off the fucking shelf. So oh, see, you like Jacob it. liked it, man. Yeah, Jacob was like, I got it obviously because it was his whiskey. He goes, but it's actually way better than I expected. Oh, okay. So I've had it a couple times. Uh, the only time I ever had it sober was warm out of Chad's car, and I puked up my hot dog. Okay, well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Speaking of hot dog, dude, the dude that I rode with today smelt like a fucking quarter pound hot dog with sauerkraut. Dude, maybe that's what and you I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad. Dude. I'd be mad every time I got in the truck. I was like, "Dude, you want to stop at Seven Eleven, dude? I'm craving a dog, dude. I'm craving a dog." Um, but. I mean, yeah, I don't know, dude. So, but again, you guys know me. I love UFC and everything about it. Uh, but lightweight division gets me hard, and I want to know more about what's going to happen here pretty soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Logan, anything else, man? Uh, well, I was just I was taking a look at if Connor were to step back down. Uh, I think he would immediately get Max, right? Like, um, I don't know if you get it because Max Austin, hasn't fought forever, too, though. I know, but I, I, that, was, I, that fight would sell. Well, no, no. Holloway fought like three months ago. I think. Oh, okay. But that fight would sell, and then Volkanovski's already fighting Ortega yep. for the belt, so it would it, like it, it would it would be it would be Holloway because yeah. that fight would sell. Like I think the ranking would be for like how much would sell. It's gonna be the Poirier quad trilogy, yeah, and then it would be the DS trilogy, and then it would probably be him stepping down and fighting Holloway. Yeah, but he's like you said, he's not gonna step down before he gets to fight Poirier again. Nope. Yeah, not and I don't, know why, I don't know why he's so set on that, man. And dude, pride, I, pride something else something else I would absolutely love for him would it be drop all the way back down to Bantamweight. I don't think he can no, drop no, all the way down. McGregor, well, no, McGregor is a natural featherweight. That, that is what he is naturally. Um, did Habib take the title from him? Or he just fought Habib? No. Right? Like, uh, like, Habib got the interim shot. McGregor was a double champ for Bantam and featherweight, wasn't it? Yeah. Right, it was the two lightweights. He's a natural featherweight. He stays bulky for the lightweight, but he can drop down to bantamweight easy, and that's where he. I mean, that was when he destroyed Frankie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This was the one that I think he should go back into because this is where he destroyed Dominic Cruz. He destroyed Frankie Edgar. He destroyed. Okay, I'm not gonna say destroyed uh, Jose Aldo because I mean it was an eight second knockout with a, a punch that was just perfect. You, know, you can't you can't sum that up. But, dude, when he drops it, I mean, you yeah. guys know I fucking hate Aljo, so. Hey, well, that's because he's not fighting. Yeah, but no interim on him, huh? Absolutely. All right, Logan, uh, why don't you give us your topic and, you know, start your timer. All right, so uh, Kyle mentioned the Olympics earlier, and now he would give his life uh, for the Olympics to go on. My topic is why the Olympics should not be happening this year. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, so I want to just start with the fact that there's not going to be any fans, which it's an event that happens once every four years, the Summer Olympics, obviously. So it happens once every four years, uh, and no one gets to actually go to the events and support their country. In Japan, Japanese people don't get to go and support their home country. Uh, that's pretty fucking shitty. Then the athletes, so many top athletes opting out. I mostly know about basketball because that's, that's what I follow. But I know that there's other sports where top athletes also opted out because they didn't see the point in make, taking the risk. Um, and that in itself weakened the pool of talent that is already representing each country. 
So the actual games are going to be more difficult to watch when you don't have the top of the top athletes competing, i.e., again, I know this is the NBA season running no, and everything, no, but all the top NBA players opting out. Um, Greece didn't qualify, so Giannis would, I don't know if he'd be playing anyways, but he won't be in it. Uh, Spain, their best player is Ricky Rubio and a 44-year-old Pau Gasol. Like, and then some 19-year-old that can dunk. That's it. Uh, like, there's just not the same top talent. The only star that's there, there's, there's two. It's KD and Luka, and that's it. Uh, and if you've watched any of those exhibition games, absolute dog shit. They've scored, like, 80 points a game. Uh, and then staying with the athletes, the amount of people that have already gotten fucking COVID or been put in close contact protocol is fucking absurd. There's already been at least 18 athletes that I know of. And then that's not counting the teams that are having to quarantine for close contact. Like the entire like Australian or like South African or something rugby team, the entire team had to close, had to quarantine for close contact because one person on their flight tested positive. If you have whole teams that are missing out on training time, they're going to be even farther behind when we actually get to the events. And then you have the athletes sleeping on fucking cardboard. Anti-sex beds. Yeah, anti-sex beds. They're athletes. They won't find a way to figure it out. Uh, you know, they're, they're eco-friendly, though. So, you, you have them sleep. They're going to have this hard day of training, hard day of events, then go back and sleep on some cardboard that's obviously not comfortable. The singer test, the singer for the opening ceremonies <laughs> tested positive. That should have been warning sign number one. Maybe we shouldn't be doing this. It's just going to, to me, this, this Olympics is, is going to be hard to watch. And I think the medals will have less meaning because you don't have the top athletes at this point in time actually competing in these events. That is my voice. Okay, so I have a couple hot takes. Okay. Uh, first of all, and I know we've gone over this before, I don't care if you don't get the vaccine, but if you're a top athlete that wants to compete, you have maybe one, maybe two shots at the Summer Olympics before you're boasted out by someone younger, mm-hmm. faster, stronger than you, right? Mm-hmm. You take that risk by not getting that vaccine and not going to the Olympics. I understand maybe the training aspect of like, hey, my one person didn't want to get the vaccine, so now my whole my whole squad, my whole freaking you know Olympics team, the whole United States Olympics team has to uh, be in quarantine for two weeks because one person didn't want to get vaccinated and they got tested positive. But I just I think there would be riots if there was no Olympics. I know there's no fans and people are already pissed off about that. Um, also, I think the Olympics are just, the Olympics are just not going to go through with it no matter what at this point because they had to skip last year's. Um, well, I mean, because they postponed it. Right. To this year. Right. But then they postponed it to this year and then it, they were like, yeah, no, we're fine now. And then it was like, obviously we're not fine. The host country had declared a state of emergency. And That's Japan's players. fault. I would, I, no, I, if I was the Olympic fucking... Federation, I would I would pose a state of emergency and say we're moving it. They couldn't do it this late though. I know, but they'd have to put it back another year. And no, dude, no, hey, 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 next week going to the United States. Let me show you right now. We have so, everything we need. So my my biggest, I guess, fuck Japan. That's my biggest thing. Well, no, what be is that people that are testing, or no, sorry, people that are getting the vaccine are still testing positive. Yeah, it's very rare though. It's not that rare. It's very rare. It's not very. It's very rare. Very compared rare. to people that aren't getting the vaccine, compare those numbers. Yeah, maybe like 
maybe like okay, See, so maybe think, like maybe like five hundred million people have gotten the max vaccine, right? Just shouting out numbers, right? Okay, now all of a sudden twenty million of those vaccinated people got the vaccine. Twenty million vaccinated people who got the got the freaking virus. That sounds like a lot, right? But if you compare five hundred million people who didn't get the vaccine, I bet those numbers are like one hundred and fifty million of those people got the virus. So there, there is benefits. Like I mean, like, but all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is if you're a top athlete in your sport, I'll say it for football, I'll say it for basketball, I'll say it for baseball, soccer, anything, anything, fucking track and field, freaking anything. I, if I was a top athlete, vying for money, vying for for stardom, and being on the on the big show, I'm getting my vaccine to ensure that something like this doesn't happen. Now that now obviously. Shit can happen where someone fucks it up for you, but at least you know that you did your part, at least making sure your team or yourself was able to compete at a full level. So when, when did the Olympics start? Yesterday. No, 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 no. Like, like, like year. Uh, like, when was the like first Olympic ever, right? Like, way back. Yeah. So like, my <laughs> thing is, if, if you know, we, we love sports, right? And we, we love the fact that sports are being played. 1896. Even 1896. So we're 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 very like we promote NBA, promote MLB, hockey, football, everything, right? right. Like we're excited that sports is still going on. To me, the Olympics are, you know, like, like we 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 promote our national sports. This is a global competition between countries from all over the world. To where I think. You know, it's the same thing with, with basketball, right? Where if somebody gets COVID and they're out for two weeks, you know, it's the same thing. They're still going to play, you know? So that's why I think the Olympics should still be going on to where it might be, it'll still be shitty, right? It'll be shitty. It won't be what it, it should be. It won't be what it could be. But neither was the MLB season, the neither was that basketball season. It's still the Olympics. Neither and to me, the, we can't no. cancel the Olympics. That's how I look. You know, is we're not canceling our regular seasons, so we should, you know, we should do the Olympics. And if it's it's be one of those things where, don't ask me, COVID, COVID Olympics, cool. But I was like, that's what the COVID Olympics do. I was the best against the people I competed with. If if I won a medal and I, I knew like if I was running track and field and I knew, say Shakari Richardson didn't smoke pot, get get yeah, caught or whatever like that. Or say it was for COVID, but they let they let me in and I was a girl and like I want like I would be like, hey, that's her fault. She did that she, yeah. that that's that's 100%. on her. hundred percent That's on her for getting COVID. And you know what? I got vaccinated, I ran in the Olympics, I was chosen and I won. And it's, it's the same thing with the sports here in our country. It's fuck, well oh well well I would have beat you if, if my quarterback didn't get COVID. Cool, but he did. Right. Right. Not, Every country is playing with and the again, same I'll say exact it, I'll thing. say it over and over again. I don't care that people don't get the vaccine. I just 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 know that when you're not getting the vaccine and you're and you're like an athlete or something like that, like regular fucking people like us, like yeah, who cares, dude? Right. But like when you're a regular athlete, you got to know that hey, I'm not taking the vaccine for my own personal reasons, my beliefs, whatever it may be. But you're accepting a greater risk than the people in your field that are taking the vaccine. Because no matter what, like there are going to be people that test positive with the with the vaccine, but more people without it are going to test positive. And and so it's, it's it's like, so I agree with that, right, with the athlete aspect of it, because 
It doesn't matter if you still feel fine. It doesn't matter how bad COVID affects you. Right. You, you have to quarantine for two weeks. You have to, you're, you're asymptomatic. And you everyone that you're with has to quarantine for two weeks. Like, and that's, that's, that's the unfortunate aspect of it, like you said, you know, like with uh, Ron. It's like, cool, dude, you might have been feeling okay. You would have won 1.5 mil. Yeah, but you had COVID. So but you, you had, had COVID. COVID. And if you got vaccinated, you had a 95% less chance than getting the COVID. And you probably would have won And now, yeah, and it was 5%. Maybe you would have got it. But, you know, that's a risk you took by not getting it. And he, he recognized that. He was like, hey, I didn't want the vaccine. I didn't take it. So that's what it is. It is what yeah. it is. And, that, and that's my opinion about, about the Olympics. It's, now, my whole thing you know, is, is Japan said emergency, blah, 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 blah. It's just like you should still allow some fans there. Whether it's half capacity, a quarter capacity, an eighth capacity. You know what I mean? Something. Something where some people from your country can support you. Because I understand what Logan's saying. Is where these athletes who are coming from all over the world and are, are excited to be cheered on by their home country for competing in the Olympics. And hearing their fans shout their name and, and scream and shout at them in, in excitement and stuff like that, just by seeing someone in their country competing in the Olympics, they're not going to have that. So I understand from the athlete's perspective that are going, that are there and competing, that like, hey, this is going to be way shittier than what I was really hoping for, yeah. especially people who are either on their last Olympics or their very first one. It's going to leave a bad taste and, in their and mouth. And that's rough. That's rough. But I agree with Kyle where, like, it's going to go on. Yeah, I, no, it's gonna go on. Well, I, right. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like it has to. to. But to me, like, with what you were saying with like those with the fans not being there and everything, if you think about the smaller events where the only people that are there are families, are families. If I go win a fucking gold medal and my parents weren't even there to fucking watch me, or like Brittany wasn't there to watch me and I had to Skype her like the night of, and be like, yeah, I won. Like that, I'm like, hey, cool. Like, yeah, I got a gold medal. But I didn't even get to do it in front of anybody that like. I care about it. right. See, and so no, I, no, I, I know I, I get that. I understand aspect. that. I get that. But aspect. for me, I like we like. It's know, not going to be as sweet, but it's so sweet. People who are just, yeah, I got a fucking gold medal. I'd be on Skype going, man. No! You're not even here, so I'm going to get blacked out. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm getting <laughs> You blacked. can't even stop me. When I get home, dude, I'm talking nine days of jungle fever. Like, I got a gold medal, baby. I'm wearing it. And, like, uh, and again, it's, it's like we said, dude. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, but you beat nobodies. Okay, cool. But I beat, they're not nobodies. They're I beat like, the like, best of the nobodies. <laughs> I, I, beat, I beat the Olympic backups. And I was that's Olympic. I was dominant. I was an Olympic backup. That's yeah, fine. And that's me. still dominant, you know. So that's fine. I don't know. That, that's just how I look. What, what's going to happen when I feel like it's going to happen at some point? There's going to be an event where after they get through and they're into like the second day, and they have eliminated people already. Someone's going to test positive. Someone's going to have close contact. How many of those athletes in that event do you take out for close contact? All of them. Now, how many people? Are, yes, you just cancel the event. I guess. So now we don't have a gold medal for the 100 yeah. years. But no, but again, I again I blame that on the Olympic Federation and, and Japan and stuff like that. You at, at some point, sports, I know it's it's happening with all sports, and so this this falls on all of them. At some point, all sports are going to have to just drop COVID and just be like, hey. It is what it is. It is what it is. Let's just compete and let's just go about our business. If you're not comfortable with someone else testing positive, because whatever reasons, you could have family members yep. who you don't want to get COVID, who aren't young, who are old, who are a baby. You don't want those people to get COVID, then you can step out, but guess what? We're moving on, and we're going to compete, 
And if everyone else yeah. feels comfortable, then let's play. I, if I not, care. walk out the door. I don't care door. if it's a 14 string person you have ready for the, the Olympics. Bring them up. That person Bring them up. Difference in perspective. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Hey, everyone's already going to have those on, on, on this show. It makes, it makes it more fun. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, segment time. Um, boom and bust. I've got two and two. I have two and two. I've got four and zero. <laughs> All right. Dude. I've yeah. got a lot of booms, man. Right on. A lot um, of booms. Okay. Well, why don't you hit us with two? Your first two, Cal. Perfect. All right. A pro cyclist rode an unofficial solo tour de France and beat the whole pack. Bullshit. Wasn't registered, but he went, you know what? Fuck it. I'm doing this. And he beat the whole pack. Yeah, because they had no one else. <laughs> so if he was in the tour de France, he went on. No, because you're in a pack, <laughs> and like you have to slow down. You're yeah, dude. trying to maneuver, yeah, dude. Okay, fair enough. Boom he started with them, and then just smoked them. <laughs> he, 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 he got in front of the pack. He was like, I'm going to give myself... He was in it, a, and got it. I'm going to give myself a five-minute head start, <laughs> and then I'll just subtract it was you know, the, five minutes. It was the last tenth, and he said, you know what? I'm fucking ready, and just joined. He hopped out of the woods right as they were coming through, and they're like... <laughs> no, but, but on the real, though, got to my cat. knowledge, um, he came in and started with them. And just and just beat him. All four four fans. That's me. That's you. And then okay, if that's if that's true, then that's not. Yeah, I did not do it. Not this peloton round. All right, into the first day. Bam, new bear. Running so hard over here. All right. Um, number two. WWE fans are back in the arena after four hundred ninety-five days. The return was. Electric. John Cena came back, didn't yeah. he? Um, that's the one that moves, so if you guys can just shut the fuck up. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, dude, fans back in the arena for WWE, booming, electric, we love it. Alright, uh, my first boom. Mac and cheese. Always. Yummy. Yeah, mac and cheese is great, dude. I love hot dogs and my mac and cheese. Do you guys? Well, I'm not like six anymore. So it's been a long time since it happened. Yeah, well, I don't eat straight up mac and cheese because I'm not six anymore, but when oh, I do, I, I love to eat just mac and cheese. Oh, yeah, all I the time, dude. I, when I, when I'll I, do a double pack and eat. Oh, when, when I don't have money, I do a pack of stuffing and then a pack of mac and cheese. That's my dinner. Oh, man, that's okay, a big so, meal. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's a lot of carbs. That's a lot of carbs. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fuck. Dude, I love stuffing. When it's Thanksgiving. No, no. I've never just had it in June. Yo, stuff the stuffing slaps. I will not take the stuffing slander. Okay, mac and cheese, though. You're I'm booming. I'm so jealous. I love stuffing, but I've never not had it for like Thanksgiving or Christmas. So I mean, I've only life. ever had it at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, that's Yeah, you guys saying. are missing out. That's all I'm saying. Oh, man. I okay. actually don't like stuffing. Oh, you're a piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, what the fuck? Hot take for next week. <laughs> okay, that'll be my segment. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, This is stuffing. Uh, okay, so booming mac and cheese. Mac and cheese is booming. Because Brooklyn-based Van Leeuwen uh, ice cream turned the cheesiness of Kraft macaroni and cheese into their ice cream to create the Kraft macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. I don't know how I feel. I don't know how. No, 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 no. I bet it's going to be terrible. However, for mac and cheese to be that good that an ice cream company is like, I want to make you into some ice cream. Mac and cheese, you're boom. So I'm, I'm, I'm scared. Ice cream, you're busted. (laughs) 
I'm scared because I think I'll love it. Yeah, you, you, you as a person, <laughs> you would. So and, no, and and then you would tell us next week that like, hey, I can't make it, guys. I had two yeah. pints of the mac and cheese ice cream, and I'm fucking shitting orange blood. Dude, I've got fucking gorilla <laughs> glue on my cheeks to this toilet, dude. I cannot get off. Of it. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, what is your first boom? Uh, my first boom is it's just gonna be Drew Holiday. Uh, I am happy for that man finally getting his flowers. His, his steal at the end of Game Five won them that game yep. single-handedly. Uh, I just, I'm just happy he's been the best defensive point guard in the NBA for the last like five years. But no one talks about what he offers to a team, and he made the difference for the Bucks. Really, him and Chris Middleton like, made the difference. Giannis is Giannis, but uh, shout out to Drew Holiday. Just glad to see him succeeding. Absolutely. All right, well, we touched up on it. Um, so mine's <laughs> going to be Wrestling Legends. Um, so on Sunday, John Cena made his WWE return in a Money in the Bank um, going up against uh, Reigns. Uh, so action packed. Can you say that anymore? And then on Monday, Goldberg didn't even know that dude was still alive. Okay. Uh, returned and is going to fight Bobby Lashley. Didn't even know that dude was still alive <laughs> for the WWE Championship. Um, these are pioneers of the game. I mean, Goldberg was easily eight years before John Cena, and John Cena's return was huge. So Goldberg coming back um, to give him that six-year-old spear on Bobby Lashley. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to tune in. I'm probably going to tune in. Right on. Hey, John Cena was actually my one of my favorite WWE wrestlers back in the day, along with like Undertaker. Stone Cold, oh, yeah. you know, oh, all yeah. those guys. But back in the day, WWE was fun. It was awesome. Oh, now I could care less about it. I feel like it's kind of like tricks, right? Like, you know, tricks, yeah. like, what do you mean? Tricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like they're like, for kids. Yeah, 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 silly, <laughs> WWE, right? it's for kids. That's what I'm saying, right? Or like, you get to a certain point we where it's be, like, we should make hey, sure hey, WWE, tricks are good. it's for kids. It's, it's like, hey, tricks are good, you know? But like, they didn't slap on the use of your sex, you know? It's like WWE. It's like, we all go, oh, so theatrical now. But when we were kids, you look man, back, dude, and there was Boogeyman who ate fucking earthworms. Okay, <laughs> the broken clock. Yeah, talking about theatrical. Okay, <laughs> so I don't know if it's just different generations now. <laughs> there were, but there was like a, well, there was someone in a hospital bed that got like their ass kicked. Oh like, yeah, just yeah. like you watch that, and you're like, oh man, guys getting ass kicked. <laughs> dude is literally on his deathbed getting his ass whooped. And we're like, yeah, fuck that. What are you guy. gonna do, dude? You can't because you're dying. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, WWE, man. You gotta love it, gotta love crazy, it. Crazy, crazy. Okay, uh, my boom. Hey, you guys remember a, a little old boom I used to have back in the day? It was uh, pigeon racing. Yes. Always, dude. Always remember Fuck the pigeon yes. racing. The Asians went crazy about Well, it's it. back in a big way. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! It's back in a big way. Uh, pigeon racing dispute results in shooting and stabbing with swords. <laughs> with swords? Swords, dude. Swords. Uh, every next word, if, I didn't know what you were going to say. If you're racing pigeons and you aren't fighting with a sword, I don't know who you are. Right, absolutely, right? So three people were shot in the town of Robbins after a multi-week pigeon racing dispute erupted in violence. Multi-week. <laughs> uh, the Sutter County Sheriff's Office said the shooting happened on the afternoon of July 10th. Uh, during the investigation, deputies said they, they learned a large crowd was gathered for a pigeon race in the area. When, at 2.53 p.m., 
perfect pigeon flying time. Yeah. If I could say so myself. Yeah. Perfect sound. <laughs> Four vehicles pulled up to the crowd and multiple people with guns and swords got out and started shooting and stabbing people. So pigeon racing, you're getting so big, people are mad that other pigeons are winning races over your pigeons. Pigeon racing, I Jesus Christ, it's been a while since I talked about you, and I'm so glad I found this article. I found it, I shit myself, and I was like, boom, in pigeon racing again. You know, I want to be the mastermind of that. That was like, all right, guys, we're going to pull up in the SUV, all black. We're going to have a couple It guns. was a black Escalade. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be. We're going to pull up in the black SUV, and we all have to have weapons, okay? Everyone bring your own weapon. And there's like two guys that actually like, oh, I missed the memo. I brought a sword. Yeah, no, no, it, it's it just two dudes that LARP all the time. And they're like, dude, I got a fucking sword. It makes me think of a Malibu's Most Wanted. Uh, right? And they're like, is that a fucking musket? <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking musket. <laughs> Fucking sword. I love it. Jesus Christ. Alright, Logan, second boom. Alright, my second boom is going to be college athletes in general. Uh, so, North Carolina's quarterback Sam Howell and Clemson's quarterback DJ Ungoway have partnered with Bojangles. So, shout out them making that money. Also, shout out Bryce Young, who has not played a snap for Alabama. And according to Nick Saban, has about seven figures in deals. So... You know, this this couldn't have worked out better for college athletes. I think they might burn out real quick. Oh, I, 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 I yeah, think dude. So these college companies, athletes are going to, money's going to go to their head real quick. I also think a lot of these companies are giving up way more money than they should be. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just throwing money at these college athletes. Because now they they're, can. They're going to get nothing in return, and they're going to go, maybe we should stop endorsing yep. everybody. Yep. So, why right now, Why am I endorsing the backup hunter? Why am I, <laughs> why am I doing this? Right right now, no money. <laughs> right now, though. Shush. No, College athletes are absolutely booming. All right, Kyle, what's your last boom? Cardinals closer Alex Reyes makes MLB history by passing LaTroy Hawkins with 24 straight saves to begin his career. Wow. Coming in MLB and you fucking three or throw 24 straight saves. That is literally incredible. Absolutely. Absolutely incredible. All right, uh, bus time. Me and Logan, uh, since Kyle has zero, uh, but I love your boom, so it was good. Uh, my first bust is Louis. Louis stays in. Uh, oh, loses yeah. again. Like I said, holds two fifty hole, fifty four hole leads in majors, and you blow both of them, man. I mean, you got to be a bust at that point, man. And I understand. I understand melting down on Sundays and stuff like that. I'm a Ricky Fowler fan. To understand, man, <laughs> I get it. Uh, but when you hold two fifty four hole leads in majors in one year, you got to finish one of them at least. You got to go fifty percent. You know what I mean? To me, the shittiest part is when you look at that last day. And the other guys that finished above him, or even Ron, they all finished 65, and he went 71. And you're like, God, ah. Yeah, like, oh, I went one over, and everyone above me, or in the guy I was playing with, and the two groups behind me yeah. went 60 fucking six. Unbelievable. Yeah. It was a bummer. Hey, Louie, though, we do like you over here, and uh, we hope you keep playing, and hope the season's leaderboard soon. Yeah. Logan. All right, my first boom, or sorry, my first bust, pulling a Tim over here. Um, and my first bus is going to be Coach Prime, uh, Deion Sanders, uh, for yelling at a reporter for calling him Dion. Um, he got mad and he said to this reporter, don't call me Dion. I'm Coach Prime. <laughs> uh, he asked, he told all the reporters, you wouldn't call Nick Saban Nick. You wouldn't call him that. You call him Coach Saban. So don't call me Dion. Uh, Nick Saban constantly gets referred to as Nick by <laughs> reporters. Um, 
So, listen, Coach Prime, I understand you want to be called what you want to be called, but maybe you should have a better reason next time that's Well, after. and just have a better yeah, attitude about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just chill, have a better chill attitude Dion. about it. Yeah. Just, just, <laughs> chill. Be, just be like, hey guys, can you guys refer to me as Coach or Coach Prime, not Dion? I would, yeah. I would appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Also, very theatrical, as you would expect from, from Dion. Yeah. Go, I want to be Coach Prime. Thank you very much. Don't call me by my first name. It's not what I go by. Only my mom gets to call me that. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, my first bust is... Why didn't it pull up? Uh, my first bust is Australia. There, You guys remember last week when it was New Zealand with the whole they want us to castrate our penises? Yes. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was two weeks ago. Well, right now it's going to be Australia. It's not popping up. That's really irritating. Well, I thought you were going to say uncastrated people. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, so I can't pull up a full article, so I can't give you a full reading, but Australia is busted because... They would like us now to start asking our infant childs if it's okay to change their diapers. You know, just for consent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that a little bit ago in America. That was what they were oh, saying. no, so that's what they're talking about? So, hey, one-year-old child and you can't speak, or two-year-old child who's just going to go, nah, uh, can I change your diaper since you're covered in fucking feces and urine? And they don't give no. You, if they don't give you a nod, you just leave Yeah, that. you don't change it. Yeah, cool. And then my baby gets fucking infected. My baby dies and I go, wait, it's his fault when he didn't give me Stage sense. nine gangrene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, so Australia and I guess US now, dude, you guys are all busted, dude. I'm not asking my baby child but if I can change, it, change his diaper. I don't even care if the little fucking he-devil or she-devil is crying. I'm taking the dookie out of his butt. <laughs> yeah, just right out. <laughs> no, I'm not going in. No, child protective services at its finest. Dude. If you don't change your baby's diaper for four days, that's gonna be serious issues. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pathetic. Yeah. Absolutely pathetic. Okay, so Australia, right now, you're busted. Yeah, my second bust is. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. If you haven't, don't. Space Jam Two. Uh, I've heard bad things. Yeah, it's real bad. Huh? Yeah, it's awful. It's uh. It, like, at least Space Jam, the original one, held up. Oh, no, no. The original Space Jam is great. Yeah, it's time. fantastic. Right, Space Jam 2, uh, it's not good to start, and it won't hold up. Uh, it is just the entire... The way I described it was it's just Warner Brothers and LeBron sucking their own dicks for two hours. That's all it is. It's just okay. a lot of ad placement. It's a lot of LeBron being the greatest, and a lot of Warner Brothers being like, look at all the stuff we haven't made, but we own the rights to. How, how happy is Michael Jordan right now? Oh, probably very happy. He went to go see it live, like... like I bet Michael Jordan still hasn't even seen it. Yeah, yeah. I I would imagine he's like he's probably probably like whatever, dude. Yeah, yeah. At the very the very end of the movie is a perfectly placed shot of like LeBron's kid uh, going into uh, like this camp. Like it was supposed to be a basketball camp, turns into a video game camp. Uh, It's probably not a spoiler. His twelve year old kid designed a video game that went viral across the world. What video game was that? Uh, it was a basket. It was like a basketball game, but like an arcade basketball game. It's kind of like uh, NBA Jam, but like oh, okay. actually pretty much better. It's a cool thought, but a 12-year-old would not make the entire game by himself. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then at the very end of the movie, he's going to basketball camp, but he wanted to go to game development camp. So he turned the corner. No, so LeBron was, LeBron, and they had this huge, you know, good moment at the end, and LeBron's like, yeah, you know, you don't have to go to basketball camp. You can go to gaming camp right across the street. <laughs> <laughs> and his son's like, all right, Dad. And he goes, I'll take that ball from you. And he goes, no, I'm going to bring the ball with me. And the ball just has LeBron James' Nike logo, like his logo, right placed perfectly at the camera. Mm-hmm. That's how you hold a basketball. You make sure 
the logo is out so right. everyone knows whose basketball you have. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I've heard really bad things, and I'm, I i don't think I'll ever watch it. My coworker was like, hey, do you want to watch Space Jam 2? I was like, no. Yeah. No. It's the right choice. Yeah. I wasted oh, I, two I hours. I will watch it. I'll watch it on Super Box or something. But, but not for like a while. Yeah. yeah I wasted yeah. two hours of my life. I'm not rushing to do it. Yeah. All right, guys. Hey, that was episode 36, the Bachelor Party episode. <laughs> uh, we will have uh, many a story. Or <laughs> I will have many a story to mention next week. Uh, we'll be back on our regular schedule next week, guys. So expect an episode on Friday morning slash Thursday night whenever you guys are able to listen to it. Or later that week. Doesn't matter. As always, we love and appreciate the support you guys provide us. Uh, Sports.anchor.fm sports at gmail.com. Email us. Uh, support us any way you can, guys. We love you guys. See you guys next week. Yeah, thank you as always for the support and for sticking with us with the uh, little change in scheduling. But we will catch you guys regular time next week. You guys are amazing, man. What else can we say? Uh, thanks for always tuning in. And uh, see you guys next week.